Jumbo. My name is Stephen. Welcome to EBZ Devotion. Blessings from Scotland. Throughout this week, my colleague Hector and I will be sharing or broadcasting a series entitled Preparing for Christmas God's Way. Our talks will be informed from texts from Isaiah. Sometimes bad news strikes us bad, like really bad. A shadow of death is cast over us. Have you ever experienced that? Even if you have not, chances are that you have met someone who has suffered because of bad news. They look like they're carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders and they're buckling under that weight. In times of bad news, the world is that bit heavier and that bit darker. What does faith look like in such times? The passage I want to share with you today speaks exactly into that. The people of Israel and Judah receive horrifying news that the most northern tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali have lost their lands. Can we begin to comprehend the horror of this? The whole Old Testament is this continual strive and struggle for the people of God to receive his promises, to live in the promised land. God did miracles, the people journeyed, many died so that they would finally see that promise fulfilled. And here those lands have been conquered. The people dispersed or killed. They have been humbled or humiliated. They have lost their land, their daily provision, their lives, and most worrying, maybe their God. How do people of faith respond to such a situation? Well, let's have a look at the text. I want to read from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 to 7. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. May God bless his word to us. So the people of the promised land are losing their land. It's a tough, tough blow. In fact, it reminds the people of the tough blows they've had. Remember that when they were slaves in Egypt? Their oppressors were literally beating them with rods on their backs. Verse 4 talks about a bar, a rod across their shoulders. Sometimes bad news 
can cast this kind of shadow on us. And it feels like God has abandoned us. The God we knew, the God of promises. And we almost regress in our minds to our past. The time we did not know God, when sin enslaved us and death was our merciless master. Present bad news can cause us to look back and in that way look away from God. But people of faith are called people of faith because because they can look and see the reality, especially in light of the true future God has. And that's exactly what this passage is all about. I love the image that this passage gives us of light. We see it from two points of view, if you like. The point of view of the people and the point of view of the light itself. It says, the people have seen a great light and on those living a light has dawned. The emphasis here and actually in all the prophecies in Isaiah is that hope, good news comes from God. We are the receivers. Verse 1 talks about it's God who honours us. And at the end of verse 7 it says, The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. God gives hope, light and good news against our hopelessness, darkness and bad news. And there's three insights that God gives us here. Three things he shines a light on. Number one, his people will know fulfilment. In, in, in themselves, the people have an echo ringing in their hearts, which says, it is finished. God gives people of faith a vision. In fact, it blows their idea of a nation wide open. A nation that is supposed to be one racial group with its clear borders. God changes its name. It is now Galilee of the nations. The borders are broken. The nation without a land is now a nation without borders. No enemies on the outside, only brothers and sisters, but who are all unique and different, all special. God enlarges the nation and he enlarges their smiles and their bellies, it says here. In this new nation without borders, need is only a memory. The feeling God wants to imprint on them is that of a full table with the full harvest. It's a feast. Do you know that feeling? Another illustration of that feeling for people that are used to battles is the division of plunder when recovery and repayment has been made. This is pointing ahead to the light that comes from the cross. God opens his arms to the whole world, people of faith from every tribe and tongue and nation, the tree that has leaves that are the healing of the nations. And our response is joy because our souls which were destined to darkness are now enlightened and can feed on the feast of the Lamb. He is the hero warrior who does now share his life with his war trophy. That's us. It is finished. God's light shines on people of faith who know fulfillment. And they also know peace. That's the emphasis of the next bit. God shines a light on the implications of his victory. The people of faith remember Gideon, another man that God gave light to awaken his faith. Gideon, with a small outnumbered number of men, defeated Midian. Or like the defeat of the Egyptians, setting the people free. And now there's nothing left to do. Nobody left to fight. And verse 5 says every warrior can even clean 
his boots from the blood. How encouraging for the increasingly small group of faith in Isaiah's day. Your size doesn't matter. The power of the oppressor does not matter. God will wash your feet clean and you can rest. Trust in this God. See what he is showing you with this light. You will know fulfillment. You will know peace and you will know him. That is presented to us as a gift, like the gift of a son or a daughter, but a gift that you can truly possess, your son, your daughter. And this son, this child will be God himself. No oppressor's rod can hit his shoulders anymore. That rod has been shattered and his shoulders now rule. This rule is peace, shalom. People of faith, follow him, Jesus. I don't know what your bad news is today, but God wants you to focus on the truth of his good news. That's why he's shining a light on today, so that you may know fulfillment, peace, and the Prince of Peace himself, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he is the light to the nations to bring us peace. We pray that you would bring peace to each one of us today and help us to know Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.